All right, guys. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to High Mind. This is going to be episode four over here. So uh, we're not sure about the title yet. We're kind of just hopping straight into it. So if you're coming from Instagram, thank you for getting here. We appreciate it. Keep liking the photos. Uh, toss us a follow if you're not on there yet. Uh, and then if you're coming from YouTube, thank you for watching. Throw us a subscribe. Throw us a like. All that stuff helps a lot. It's kind of fun, like watching the. Uh, oh, hit that notification bell too. Yeah, thank you, Ryan. Um, yeah, it's kind of fun watching all that stuff grow. So, I don't know. It's interesting. So, thank you guys for paying attention, though. So, welcome to episode four. I think first things first, you should address. Address the get up. Yeah, we decided yeah. to go with masks. Because uh, you guys can see us now. You should be able to. We might still be dumb. And uh, <laughs> who knows? But yeah, fingers crossed. So. Yeah, we decided to go with masks primarily because college and both of our positions within our college probably it wouldn't go south but it definitely wouldn't be going the best direction if they heard something on the podcast that they didn't necessarily agree with so we'll go might be doing this till further notice till we graduate <laughs> but till then yeah we'll see we'll see how it goes i mean the other thing is like you know we do have to get jobs too so so you know it's what it is no, but we don't prove me wrong. yeah prove but now wrong. you guys can see us though kind of you at least see our frame so maybe if you guys are like really keen you can like pick us out in a crowd i don't know who knows yeah well anyway uh how you been dad how's the week been it's been pretty good um you know just going out went on a date or two and then uh yeah, just been hanging out, doing homework, doing uh, work, working out. Saw you at the gym today. That was kind of interesting. Yeah, it was all right. But up until this point, I didn't know you were going on one-on-one one -on -one dates with this girl that you've been telling me about. It just caught me blindsided. Wait, wait. You, you can't uh, tell your boy? Like, what's up? Wait, what, what, what did you think when I said I was going out? What, I want to know what you thought because you didn't ask any more questions. I mean, you said you're, like, going bowling. In my experience, bowling is, like, a group thing. You're going to take up a whole lane for two people? I didn't think that. Dude, I got I got low-key destroyed in bowling. This girl threw, like, four strikes in a row. Yeah, she bowled over 150. And I was like, I, I couldn't keep up with that. And eventually, I kind of distracted her. So, like, we played two out of three, and I won the last two. But it was just because, like, she was throwing gutter balls the rest of the time. Hey, hey, you're out here playing chess, all right? You're, you're playing the, the chess game, not the checkers game of life, you know what I'm saying? But Yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, it's been fun. Just been going out, kind of enjoying life a little bit more. That's kind of like a running theme of this whole podcast is you guys just hear and know we're enjoying life a little bit more. So, uh, yeah, it's been good. How How's your week been? Your week was crazy. Like, Yeah, like this whole last week was such a crap show for me. <laughs> like it was so bad. There's a big event for athletics, and it was multiple hours upon hours upon hours of practice. And I think I clocked, unofficially clocked, 47 hours that week, last week. And that's not including schoolwork, like just purely athletics. It was terrible, awful. But it was a fun event, killed it, so I can't complain. I'm, thank God it's over, honestly. Like, it was so crappy. It was really fun, but yeah, sanity is only worth so much, you know. Yeah, you got kind of lucky that it 
hit on a light week. Like, it was a very light week last week in terms of, like, school. So. Yeah, even though it was light, it still railed me. <laughs> like, Saturday and Sunday were just, like, giving it to me nonstop. Like, unlike this week where it's that, but purely homework assignments. <laughs> but Yeah, what, what do you got going this week in terms of, like, that stuff? Uh, it's actually pretty light, actually. Like, I think we're down to one or two events this week, so I don't have to too much worry about it too much. Right? So can't complain, can't complain. Nice, nice. That's good to hear. Yeah, um, I don't know. I just got homework to do this week. I don't know work. I want to I want to quit my job, but I like money. So it's like a little. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> So if you want to quit your job, how are you balancing this whole date scenario that you've been going on, apparently, that you're not telling me about? I got money left over. I didn't spend all my money on the other one. <laughs> yeah, I got money left over. That is the kind of the drawback, though. Time and money are uh, those are the two resources to keep in balance. And uh, so I'd have more time, less money. Not exactly a great scenario, you know. But I'm also going to be making racks soon. So it's like... That's kind of like what's causing me to be like, I just want to quit because I've been making racks before too long. So, yeah. At least you hope you do graduate college and then make the racks. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think that's really a factor anymore that we're going to get to the end. We're, we're going to graduate. Like, it's it's fine. Maybe for you, it's not a factor. My GPA ain't that high. <laughs> nah, you're fine. You're smart. You're fine. You just like, it's, GPA doesn't matter that much. It's more about who you know. So you know people, so it's fine. Yeah, I know people. And also at the end of the, these four years, your and I's degree are going to say the same thing. So, but tell, tell me about these dates you've been going on. Because it's kind of a new, fresh thing for you, right? Like, yeah, yeah, we can go into it. So it, it's kind of weird. Like, it's definitely weird starting from ground zero with a person uh you know like learning all like small talk stuff and then like kind of going into like larger larger topics for sure wait do you just want to know like what dates we went on though is that more what you're asking not like give me the rundown like like so you were out of the game for what four years three years like yeah like four years maybe like four like four and a half um so yeah, I just kind of like out of the game, just kind of talking to people again, getting back into it. Um, but everything kind of came back really quick, which was kind of surprising. wasn't really expecting it to come back that quick, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me, but it's just like back, back on it. Saying guys just have a natural knack to just get it on right then and there, start flirting again. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what, I think I'm just kind of naturally a flirty person, even like with the person I'm dating. So I, I think it wasn't really like I had to like get back into it. It's just like I focused my energy on like the person I'm dating. And then so like now when it's like redirected, it's like, it's not that hard for me to switch gears. Um, but anyways, the dates, like we just like went out and mostly just been talking and I just been getting beat in bowling. Um, so yeah, that's about it though. So it's been fun, you know? been like uh it's been interesting it is weird like i thought i would be a little bit more reserved with uh 
like because it's not it hasn't been that long since i we actually called it it's you know who who wait okay yeah it hasn't been that long since like i broke it off of my ex um it's been like three months maybe three months that's like it's one two three months Hold the yeah. tally mark on his forearm. My tally marks are vertical. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Starting off the, the visual strong yeah. podcast. Oh my. That audio is so trash because I left my mic on while you were making that comment. Whatever. It's fine. Um, yeah, uh, it's been like three months, but like I said, I, I kind of felt detached from that for a while now. Um, it's kind of how it goes. So I think we haven't quite decided yet. We were talking a little bit before the podcast started. We kind of just jumped straight into it. So we might just make the one this the one where I talk about all that junk. That way we can just move past it. And then... Uh... Yeah, keep it in the early episodes so it just kind of goes under the radar. <laughs> like, hey, just reference back if you can't find it. It's not my fault. <laughs> like, wash my hands of this story. Out of here. Yeah, that's right. So uh, we could get into it. I'm gonna be talking for a while, but yeah, I need you to like pour some drinks if that's gonna be the case. But um, as you can see, like, oh no, this is the first time you guys are seeing it. Uh, this is like a three podcasts worth of worth of drink, so it's fine. You know, we're not totally alcoholics. But you know, if Jaeger, you want to shout your boys, give send us some stickers or something come through maybe a bottle or two send us some stickers and we'll, actually if you could send us like a sticker of the deer and then we'll put it on our tapestry up here like behind the tree that would be gorgeous it'd be so great um okay so let, let's get into it um all right so all the way back to like junior year of high school actually how far back should we go i mean it's kind of up to me but I think it's kind of interesting, like, the dynamic before. Did I tell you about, like, her best friend and all that stuff? I didn't tell you about that? Oh, okay. This might be new for Ryan, too. All right. So, um, I want to preface this story by saying every, all these people in these stories are great people. There's no hard feelings. <laughs> There's no hard feelings. Uh, just, you know, right person, wrong time situation that kind of deal so you know uh so don't worry about it too much right person wrong time <laughs> um so uh go all the way back to sophomore year um there was like there's this girl um i was taking interest in not my current ex this is a different girl it was actually her best friend so taking interest in <laughs> just yeah it, it's just how it happened okay um basically like i was trying to talk to her uh things kind of went south and uh we don't have to like keep this in the in the story because it's not that relevant things went south ended up stopped talking to her um that was kind of the end of it okay that was towards the end of sophomore year at start of junior year i started talking to another girl that i ended up dating uh things kind of went south with her too and then we ended it okay those two girls don't matter those, those ones they don't matter um and th those were short term too. Those were only like a, like a couple months at a time. So still figuring out how to play the game a little bit. I think. I think that's what was, that was what was happening. Just some big swings, big misses kind of mentality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, more like. Uh, I mean, I don't really know what happened, but I also don't really care. Uh, 
so yeah i mean that's kind of the end of that story but anyways uh basically like sided with me in the whole situation with her best friend she kind of like sided with me and made sure that i was okay getting through it and like we kind of grew closer with, through that was there a particular reason like was she interested in you prior like was there any like alternative motive to her like specifically siding with you uh, I don't think so. I think we like we were just friends. We were kind of close, and uh, she kind of just decided like, you know what? I'm just gonna like take his side this time, um, you know, because there's a lot of like crazy things like that she was hearing, uh, like from both that her friend was hearing, and like, nah, that stuff can't be true. Uh, it's, that's not true. I don't believe it. I'm gonna side with my boy Thad over here. So we just kind of became friends throughout that, and I think she kind of um, started to like me like kind of through that not like really liking me because I, I was the only person she has ever dated um so i don't think she's like really realized what was kind of happening but she started liking me like into my next relationship um the other one that got broken off so and then she kind of just kept sticking around so he's counting my <laughs> hey don't judge me over here this is hey you just my boy just playing the field you know went south went south went south went south went south <laughs> Bro, you gotta go way south so people be coming from the north a little bit, apparently. Something. They just have bad taste in women. I just, I just have, like, people that... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm too nice. I'm too nice to girls. I don't deserve it. Nice guys finish last, man. I'm telling you. That's Dude, that, that's, a, that's a true saying right there. It's an unfortunate saying, but it's true. Nice guys do finish last. But... Nice guys finish last because they're putting in all the effort. So you can't really finish when you're doing all the work, you know. So, uh, okay. So uh ended it with the other girl. Uh, me and Chris talking. Um, I might have to scrub that name. <laughs> well, actually, it doesn't matter. I, I definitely got to scrub that name. Don't worry. I'll, fi- I'll find it. I'll scrub it. It's, it's not like you've already said her name like two or three times in this podcast. Did I say her name? Really? Oh man, that's gonna be so much work to try to work out. <laughs> oh well, I guess you guys might just know her name. That's alright. I mean, like, oh man, no, that could definitely get back to us. I think, yeah, I gotta scrub her name. Oh well, that that's work for later. So I'll try. I'll try to like not say. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, we kind of started talking. Um, ended up dating. Uh, around April of junior year and uh, I was just super busy all the time so like I didn't really get to see her that much um, and but you know she she was she was into it so she uh, she kind of let it slide I think I saw her like two times that summer um, or something like that because like I was I was doing football and stuff so I didn't have any time um, but yeah once the school year kind of started again we got to see each other a little bit more and then uh, I got my bell rung which we talked about that two podcasts ago in episode two um kind of just like really messed up i just couldn't like couldn't function really and she kind of nurtured me back to health and then that's kind of when i started like falling falling for her so that was like eight months into the relationship it took you eight months to be like you know maybe i might actually start to date her now after you just got just totally messed up yeah like i wasn't it wasn't like i wasn't into it I just, like, didn't, uh, like, I was kind of in it more for her than I was for me until that point. Um, like, like I was just too nice. I, t- I told you, I'm just too nice. It just is what it is. So, um, yeah, so, you know, about eight months into it, started, like, 
actually picking up pace. And then uh, we only had like at that point like a semester until we had to go to college. So, you know, we were just trying to enjoy like time with each other, just hang out. We got really, really close like like then, you know. So uh, we decided to go to different colleges. We decided to split, do the long distance thing, um, you know. So, I mean, like it was fine. Like long distance lasted for three years. So, like obviously we made it work for a good chunk of time, you know. And it wasn't like the end of the world. It was it was fine. So we just made sure to visit. I think we visited like once a semester, maybe twice. And then uh, just made sure to talk, you know. Um, and then, so it's pretty uneventful up until, like, sophomore year of college. Like, everything just kind of continued. We were just on the same path. Like, th- things were kind of, like, not getting more serious, not really getting less, like, less serious. Nothing was going wrong. Um, yes, there you go. Take a sip. Dude, you poured those big today. What Do I have that much? <laughs> Jeez. Okay. All right. Guess what we're doing. Um, so yeah, things until sophomore year, we weren't really, uh, like nothing was really happening. So, you know, we were just kind of maintaining, we were growing together, but we weren't really getting more serious. Uh, and then sophomore year COVID hit, she's down here for spring break. So we're like, all right, we got to pack up our stuff. We got to head back. Um, we whipped it back, uh, packed all our stuff up in like one day, whipped it back home. Uh, we kind of hung out and, uh, hung out with some friends before that and then we drove back up home uh but anyways her her family was like really worried about covid mine was too at first like we were all pretty careful for like a month um but (laughs) for like a month one month yeah uh but her family like took it like the entire time like even now they're still they're still like super locked down even now um this is now being essentially like a year and a half later um so basically like that's when like the whole covid thing is when things started getting like really hard for us just because like i couldn't see her that much i couldn't um you know i couldn't really be around her uh we couldn't we just couldn't really like work out things we're going through a little bit of stuff and i'm just now finding out about this what's up dad like come on man you ain't going you ain't going you ain't going to tell your boy yo that's why i first started to struggle with my girl bro we knew each other then (laughs) like we were rooming then Oh no! Wait, we weren't. We weren't. We weren't rooming yet. But still. <laughs> wait. Okay. So hold on. Don't come at me that hard. You you understand like my loyalty patterns. Like I was completely loyal to her. I wasn't gonna just bash her in the situation to try to get some therapy. You know. You you tend to be loyal to a fault pretty bad. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, I don't know what it is. I just I get locked into like, yeah, <laughs> it's just a spiral. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, that's when we kind of first started having issues because uh, we just couldn't see each other. So that summer was really hard just because it took like so much effort from me to make sure that we could hang out. Uh, not to say that it didn't take effort from her too, and not to say it didn't suck for her too. But uh, you know, like I'm the one with the car. My family's not locked down. I still got to work to make money. Like, I'm, everything I'm putting in is just to hold this together, you know? And uh, so it's, like, a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort. I was, like, so drained by the end of summer. This was, like, the start of COVID summer? Like, it's it's been going on for that long? Yeah, yeah. So this is, uh, like, the summer between sophomore and junior year of college okay so it's like it's a long time but this is when the effort imbalance kind of started or started to happen okay 
Um, so by the end of the summer, I was just like super drained. My effort was just like, it was taking way too much effort. Like I was so tired and that's not how you want to like go into six months of long distance or however much, like four months of long distance. You don't want to be tired when you have to start that because that can create a lot of problems. So, uh, anyways, uh, I was tired. She, she probably wasn't doing the best either. Um, obviously this is one side of the story, so, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but, um, not just make up the worst mental picture of her. She played my boy bad. Just like. <laughs> no, why, why you gotta have so much hate in your heart? Right? This is a good dynamic, though, for the podcast. So I'm nice, and you're like pretty upfront. You're, you're a realist, you know? <laughs> Burner. <laughs> Nah, she doesn't. She doesn't deserve that. She's honestly, she's still a good person. She just, uh, you know, she just struggles with effort a little bit, which is, which is fine. Um, you know, definitely sucks for me. But like on the other side of it, it's like, it, it's okay, man. It's okay, I promise. Like, um, anyways, so, uh, towards the end of summer, thing. So, okay, this is when we're back at school. This is now we're rooming together. You're like, hey, let's go to the gym. Uh, and then initially, I, I, we talked about this uh, a few episodes ago, last episode, episode three. So go listen to episode three. Episode three was actually really good. So listen to that one. Um, but anyways, you told me like, hey, let's go to the gym. We're going at four. Uh, me and brother are going. You can come with us always. That sucked, but whatever. And for like a month, I was like, no, man, I can't I can't go because I got to be awake to be able to talk to Carly, make sure things are going good and give her my time. So uh, and then like for a month, things were just like she just wasn't putting in the effort very much. She was really busy and we kind of just like, we're letting things slip. And I was like, all right, well, if you're not going to talk to me at night anyways, then I don't need to be up. I'm going to go to the gym with the boys. It's all good. And like, there was no hard feelings there. We were just like, you know, we were just like, yeah, we, we just don't have as much time. We'll make it work. We'll talk. So started talking like once or twice a week right around then, like October ish of that year. So that's kind of when things started like tapering off a little bit, even more. Um, so the next trip, this is kind of when most of the stuff is happening because it's easier to remember the bad stuff than the good stuff. Obviously, most of the relationship was good, you know, so it's just like the fresh stuff that's bad. Were you going to say something? No? Good. Um, so before Thanksgiving break, I drive out there. I get all my all of my stuff done ahead a little bit. I drive out there. I think you remember. You, like, helped me load the car or whatever. Whipped it out there. Uh, had a really good weekend with her. That was... We were celebrating, like, our third anniversary, even though it was, like, six months late. Just because COVID, like, we couldn't do anything. So I was like, all right, we'll, we'll do it now. I uh, have an extra weekend. And that was a great weekend. Like, we had a great time. It was, like, everything felt fine. We were good. That was two weeks before Thanksgiving. So come back here. She flies out for Thanksgiving. Um, and then things feel really weird, which was kind of weird that it shifted that quick. Like, right after the great weekend, it was just like, what do you think was the contrast of, like, all this attention and then just, like, drop off, or? Yeah, I'm not really sure exactly why why that contrast happened. Um, it just kind of happened that way. So, like, you know, she came out here, and uh, things were a little weird. Like, I think she just kind of started doubting it, like, doubting that it would last. That's probably what happened is she just kind of started doubting it and it's hard for somebody to put an effort to something that they don't see coming to full term you know um you know like i I could do that i can do that it's not everybody can do that (laughs) it's okay it's fine um 
so she came out for Thanksgiving. Uh, we hung out. You know, things were good. It's all is chill. Uh, not much is happening. What what time are we at? Also, gotta reset the video eventually. Sorry, sorry guys. We're still kind of dumb. And uh, okay, we got a little bit of time, so I'll keep going. Um, so we went out. Uh, we did Thanksgiving here. You know, chilled. Uh, I remember one conversation. The conversation that I was kind of like, all right, this is just obvious. There's obviously an imbalance of effort here. Uh, we were talking, and she she went back to see her family before flying out to see me, and she was like, you know, it was really hard for me to fly out here. I kind of just wanted to stay with my family because we just saw each other like two weeks ago, and then I was kind of I was kind of like, well, the only reason we saw each other is because I busted my ass like to get all my work done and then whip it out to you, make sure that all everything was in line to hang out with you. Like that's the only reason we saw each other. So you can just make the flight out here when I have a couple of days off. Like it's not that big a deal. Uh, so we're just I, I remember that week specifically Thad was just like, I have four days to get like probably 80 hours worth of work done straight up. Like it was just so such a brutal week for you. And you were just like, balls to the walls the whole time non-stop just get it done get it done get it done so the fact that she was just like nah not i'm not really feeling the whatever 25 35 minute flight over to here rather than you driving all the way out there like come on come on yeah it's very clearly an imbalance of effort uh so <laughs> it just is what it is this is kind of funny you like watching you hear this for the first time um I've told like a few people this story by now, uh, but not very many. I don't. I haven't gone through the entire thing with you just because, you know, I don't feel like it's that interesting, honestly. <laughs> but but uh, it, it's just kind of who I am. I just am like I'm just I'm gonna put in all the effort so I won't ever regret anything because it's just gonna be the best I can do, and then I'm not gonna regret anything. So you know, it's all good. So, um, anyways, that conversation happened. I took her back. She flew back. I was like, "All right, well, like, we just need to be talking more. Like, come on. Like, what are we doing? We're we're not we're not doing things right. You know, like, we gotta get our relationship back on track." Of course, that doesn't happen. You know. What was her response to you, like taking the initiative and being like, "Hey, if we like, did you say like, if we want this to last, we need to like pick it up, or like?" Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely said that. I said that multiple times, um, and not she just didn't really respond to it uh like she responded in the moment but like you can tell me like oh yeah i agree we should do that and then you can show me that you agree and that we should do that that didn't happen the show me part didn't happen so those are two very big different things right especially nowadays people talk 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 but unless you're actually producing the fruit like your words are useless at the end of the day if you can't if you're not acting on them you know yeah, exactly. The uh, I kind of realized this at the end, which we'll get to, and this is gonna sound really harsh. I don't want you guys to like, yeah, this is good, but like I realized that the like for most of the relationship, I was just like waiting on her to become a better person, and uh, it made me realize like you know some people just aren't better people. You know they can get they can become better people, but like you can't expect them to get there. So. I think the biggest thing as far as like a relationship goes is you can't go into a relationship having a specific model of somebody that you want them to change into, right? The whole point of the relationship is, well, especially like 
if you love somebody, loving them despite those imperfections, not so much that they can't improve, but accepting them for all of their traits. So do you think you started getting serious with her in hopes of her improving? Because if that's the case, then a little down bad on you, just a, just a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't with her with the idea that she would improve. That wasn't it. It was more like I just knew that she had to be better for us to be able to like continue life together. Like I knew that in my head. So I was like, I'm okay with the person you are now. It's fine. Like I love this person no matter what. Uh, but I know that for us to continue into life together, you're going to have to be a better person. And I am too. Like I'm not, I wasn't ready to be going into life like that either. But the difference was that I felt like I was trying to improve uh, in terms of our relationship and I was trying to keep everything in line and I didn't feel like she was super concerned with that. Just like the couch analogy again. Moving a couch is easy with two people but it's damn near impossible by yourself. I'll tell you what, man. Yeah, shout out to Chris Rock right there. I'm going to reset the video but we're going to like keep everything in line. Um, yeah, we're going to keep everything in line. You go ahead and reset that. All right. Um, yeah, but hopefully you guys are enjoying the story so far. Um, I should be recording now. Yep, we're recording. Go ahead and hit play on that. Just making sure everything's in line. Let me close the door because I forgot to do that. Um, yeah. So where were we? We were at. We were at Thanksgiving. Well, you were you were needing her to improve in order for you to see a long term like family like the household like a, a household with her essentially correct yeah like i could still see it happening um you know we we're definitely at this point where we were like yeah we're, we're planning on making this full term it was just like i knew that like i needed her to be better uh to you know and i i don't i didn't have that conversation with her where i was like listen like we're like we're not at the spot really to like like you aren't who i need you to be yet um I never really had that conversation with her because uh, like for the full year I felt like things were on the rocks and like I didn't feel like she was ready to hear that so it wasn't really worth it to me to have that conversation yet because I felt like we needed to work through a few things so then were you worried that if you did have that conversation because you guys were on the rocks that it could have it could go the route of breaking up and is that what you kind of feared as far as like avoiding that conversation yeah not so much it was like I wasn't worried about breaking up. This entire time, I wasn't worried about breaking up. It just wasn't, like, it wasn't an option to me. Um, it was, like, I was like, no, we're not going to break up. We're just going to continue. We're going to figure everything out, you know? Um, it was more like I didn't want her to feel insecure about what she was doing more on top of, like, already feeling a little iffy about how things were going. So I was like, I don't want you to have to deal with too many things at once. That's more why I didn't have that conversation. This is like one thing at a time. You can't give people too much to do because then they get overwhelmed and then nothing gets done. Nothing gets accomplished, you know? I agree with that, but also you still got to be able to make like make sure that they know where you're at in life, right? Like Carly didn't, she didn't know up until this point that that was a need or a, a, like a need for you, right? Yeah, and like I said, I didn't realize this till the end. Uh, I don't think I realized that either in the moment i don't think i i i wasn't really honest with myself and looking at it that way you know i was just too overwhelmed with like trying to keep my life together and trying to keep my relationship together and like 
you know, there's just too many things moving at once. The hindsight really is 2020 on this one, especially. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so yeah, we're so we're Thanksgiving, she she goes back. We're like, all right, we're gonna fix this, whatever. We're gonna talk more and do what we should be doing. Obviously, that doesn't happen because finals are happening. It's too busy, you know. Uh, I whip it back up there to grab her to drive her home. Because, uh, like, it's kind of on the way. It's not really on the way, but, you know, it, it's on the way to somebody that's nice to you. So <laughs> it's not on the way, though. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I go back there. Christmas, like, Christmas is really weird, um, especially when I grabbed her. Like, it was very clear that she wanted to be, like, with her friends more than, like, see me, which was, like kind of this is a reoccurring thing i didn't tell i haven't told you this but you're gonna like towards the end of the story you're just gonna be like what what was happening with that you're just gonna be like <laughs> it's gonna be bad yeah um so yeah we went back uh her family's still weird so like we knew that once we got home uh we weren't gonna be seeing each other very much it just was kind of part of it uh you know it just it just is what it is so uh and it like they i think that her family made the right decision for them for sure uh I just, the main issue I had with like what they were doing is that they weren't really communicating with us um, in a respectful manner. So, uh, and I didn't feel like I could really have that conversation with them. Uh, but like, like you had that conversation with with homeboy, and like, that's that's much better. So. Yeah, he definitely. Well, so my girlfriend's dad, I had to have a similar conversation of communication, and he definitely respected me for the conversation, but. It was still, uh, the conversation, at least the topic of it, was still received in a defensive manner, which I I didn't see as the best. But at least we are able to have a we were able to have the conversation. But you know, never know, never know. It it went it went decent, but it didn't go as good as I thought it could have. You know what I'm saying? But all in all, it's it all right. Yeah, I mean. That's a hard conversation to have with somebody when you're like, hey, man, I don't really respect how you're communicating and uh, I need you to communicate better. You know, like I think you and I maybe we'll be a little bit more chill about that later in life. But right now, you and I are very much like, no, nah, we're not putting up with that. Like, like, come on, man, like you can do better than that. We're adults. Let's, let's actually talk about this. Um, so. I didn't feel like the reason I, I didn't feel like I could have that conversation is because uh, she wasn't ready to have that conversation with them. So I was like, well, I can't just like solo, solo this conversation, you know, like obviously you're like living with them. You're still dependent on them. Oh, that was another thing. Like they would. Uh, I really lost a lot of respect for them because every time we talked about something serious or something that they didn't really want to talk to talk about or support, they were just like, well, we'll just cut the funds. So. And so I was like, well, you're dependent, so, like, you know, we can't really have this conversation. I mean, there's nothing to talk about if they're actually going to do that, you know. I don't think they would have actually done that. But it was just, like, to even bring that up, I was just like, I can't I can't respect you at all at that point, you know. It's just such a low blow, you know what I mean? Like, as the, as the daughter in that whole, like, relationship, you can't do anything else but not side with your parents, you know. It's kind of a a cheap move is kind of a kick to the groin, you know what I mean? Like, there's no respect in, in cowardness, right? Like, the fact that they had to pull that card act, instead of actually having that conversation is just kind of ridiculous, you know? But they out, so, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
it's just like I mean, I definitely felt bad for her. I don't think she cared as much as I did about that. Um, you know, that was definitely a red flag. Like I am, that's one of the good things about getting out of that situation is that I don't have to deal with that anymore. You know, so um, it's just uh, yeah. Where was I? So with the yeah yeah she she was gonna get get the kinds of the funds cut off and uh you know that that obviously like hit me a lot more because like i'm independent like i pay for everything you know my, my parents do help me out a little bit but like they don't help me out with like any bills or anything like they help me out by like getting me shoes if i come back home you know or like filling up my tank before i like drive back you know like that kind of stuff you know uh, my parents are great. They're, they're great people. And the reason they, not that they wouldn't help me out more. Um, I turn it down. And the reason I do that is because, you know, I want to give my sisters a better chance. So, um, you know, we were talking about this the other day, but you know, I just don't want to be taking funds. Like I, I can figure it out. I'm a man. I can figure it out. It's fine. Um, so, uh, anyways, Christmas, they're still dealing with the COVID stuff, so I can't see her. Uh, so the plan was to go ahead and, uh, have her move out of the house after my birthday, uh, which wasn't that big. It was like five days. So it was like she gonna spend Christmas with her family, you know, like spend like a week and a half with her family. Wait. Not not move out of the house, just like basically make her vacation with her with her family less, essentially. Okay. Yeah, yeah, not not move. I mean, obviously she wasn't living there, but like, uh, yeah, she was just like, I'm just gonna go live with my friend. That way, I can see Thad normally uh and uh well, we we're gonna do that so that, that was kind of the plan and uh we ended up doing that she got like a really bad allergic reaction and she did not have a good time when we were hanging out because she had a really bad allergic reaction she had like like her skin was like all inflamed and she was like super itchy everywhere and this is also around the time i got chicken pox i don't think she got chicken pox uh she deserves it every bit of it <clears throat> why why are you hating on her so much I mean, to be fair, you don't—you didn't really know her. You met her like once, so. Not any anything I anything I say is just like, just backing your boy. Like it, it's—I'm not actually serious. Like, I have no real opinion of her. I just want to make sure my boy get. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, like I, I do appreciate it, and I definitely have people around me supporting me. So, um, so after Christmas, like we hung out. It was all right. It was honestly like. Christmas break was more about me and my brother hanging out, which I'm so thankful for because, like, you know, we were just, like, honestly, like, me and Noah were just drinking all the time. We were just hanging out, kicking it, playing video games, hanging out with friends, camping. Uh, Christmas break was honestly, like, super fun. So, um, and I turned 21, so that was was good. So, there's a lot of stories about all that. So, um, anyways, go back to school. We're, like, you know, we had that conversation again. We're, like, hey, we need to do better. Oh, th- oh, this is actually important. So her friend got COVID. So her ride home was her friend. It, so that was who was going to take her back. She got COVID. Um, the, my girl couldn't like bring COVID back because she was involved with some things. She couldn't give it to other people. So uh, what ended up happening, I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm biting the bullet for this. You can take my car, drive it down. You can go pick up your friend at the airport, drive down. I will pay for a plane ticket. I'll fly into L.A., you ditch my car with me. I'll drive all the way back to here. And, uh, yeah, just like a ridiculous plan that I just made work just out of the kindness of my heart. So. Well, out of, like, love for her, obviously. You know what I mean? Like, that's how kind of an individual that is. He was willing to go through all these loopholes just to make sure that 
his lady is getting where she needs to be at the right time. You know what I mean? Like that's that's pretty that's pretty that's pretty stand up if you ask me. I don't know. There's not many guys that would do that for the girl. You know what I'm saying? So that's definitely like he said, loyal to almost a fault. But I think if it did work out, that is one of those like stories that's like, wow, he really does love you kind of stories, you know? Yeah, like, I don't know if she's just not the best at, like, displaying gratefulness, but, like, she wasn't really, like, super concerned with, like, the toll that that kind of took on me, uh, which is a recurring event. Uh, she didn't really understand, like, how much effort I was putting in, so... Anyways, let's just fast forward all the way to like summer because honestly, that semester we we're talking like once, twice, like once, once a week, maybe every two weeks, maybe every three weeks, even between talking, um, you know. And like at, at this point, like I'm just I'm just lifted with my boys. I'm just being like, oh yeah, everything's cool. Don't worry about it. Because honestly, I was just like, honestly, she's just busy. I'm not too worried about it. We're gonna figure it out. Well, and too, like Dad was watching. She's an athletic, so he was watching. He was streaming every game that she's playing in, watching her. And on top of that, you were telling me that that previous semester leading up to summertime, you were actually thinking about proposing to her that summer, like last, like this past summer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, we definitely were gonna. The plan was to get married, so like I was gonna propose to her. Um, I was gonna like. You know, we were all kind of waiting, uh, but there was a point in time where, like, she was like, yeah, I mean, I would be down to get engaged, like, now. Uh, and then, you know, as things kind of went on, she was, like, a little more hesitant about it, which, I like, I, I'm not stupid. Like, I knew what that meant. Um, <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not dumb, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, anyways, um, so we, uh, we're not doing good, like, going into the summer, you know. Uh, we talked about maybe me uh, living kind of closer to her because uh, she had to stay where she was at to do some research, uh, which was a great opportunity for her. I'm really glad that she did it. Uh, and we talked about me staying closer to her because, like, she was like, I really just can't do this if you're not next to me, um, which I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But, like, why can I do this when I'm not next to you, you know? It's because you actually love her at the end of the day right like love goes beyond all bounds essentially you know that's kind of a super cliche thing to say but if you actually do love something in all of its self you will make time for it. you will make it a priority in life you will make it work but so anyway <laughs> yeah i mean I'm, I'm leaving a lot of this out kind of to protect her but uh now I'm not, i'll tell you later you can ask as many questions as you want but like uh anyways uh so it was like just more imbalance of effort uh but like anyway like as the semester was coming to a close we were kind of talking about it and i was just like hey i, I just don't want to like I, I we need to make this a priority this summer because like we're really not in a good spot right now i had this conversation with her and uh she was like yeah no i agree and i'm gonna be honest with you like a part of me has already given up and uh like she <laughs> she like said that at the end and i was like oh okay but again, like I didn't, I didn't view this as, <laughs> I didn't view this as like, uh, I didn't think that ending it was an option. Like as a person, I just don't believe in giving up at all. I, I think that if you give up on something, that just isn't. I don't do that. I just don't do it. You know, you, you can say something. Yeah, I mean that's a good mentality, but on certain things, you need to realize that by, by giving up, 
quote unquote, you're actually not giving up on yourself, essentially, right? Like by continuing in a scenario where it's not right for you, you're giving up on yourself rather than stopping something that's actually harming you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like I, I hear you say that and like I understand that. Um, obviously it didn't affect me too much because I'm already like talking to other girls. Um, so like at the end of the day, it, it wasn't the end of the world. Uh, but it's just like, there was a clear, like she was already letting it go there. So like this, the, anyway, the summer, like we were still like doing long distance. I went home. So like, we we're still kind of doing the long distance thing. And I was like, don't worry. Like we'll be close enough that we can come visit. Um, and I like re I worked my work schedule. So I would always have three day weekends. I, uh, you know, I would, I, I'm like, I have a car. We can do it. Um, you, you can get home. I assumed that she was going to have a car like from her family or whatever so that she, she can make things work. Uh, so I was like, yeah, we'll just see each other like as much as we can. We'll talk more. We'll be fine. Um, so that was my impression going into the summer. Obviously, that's not what happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, anyways, so the first time I went down this year, uh, she was having like a really hard time with things. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm just going to get you out. Like, I know that we're not doing good. It could be good for both of us to get out. I'm like, I'm going to plan a camping trip. All right. So this was like, maybe we talked about this like on like a Tuesday and I was going to go there on like a Thursday. So I had like two, pl- two days to plan all this stuff. So I was like, all right, I got to find a bunch of first come first serve sites because um, we're going to roll up on Thursday and we don't have it. Like there's no room for reservations at this point because like it's two days before. Uh, so I have to find a whole bunch that are right next to each other so we can for sure get a campsite. Um, I have to plan food. got to get all the get all the gear. Got to buy all the stuff. Got to actually make time to come drive down to you. Um, yeah, I actually we didn't drink during. Yeah, we didn't drink. So, um, anyways, I, I didn't want to drink cause I was just like, listen, we just got to talk. We've got to get out into the wilderness and just talk. So, uh, so I put in a ton of effort to figure this out. Literally I got back from planning at like midnight the night I was supposed to leave. I was going to leave at like 6am so I could drive down there, pick her up, grab her little bit of gear that she had, uh, and then drive f- like three and a half hours to the campsites and then we could set up over there. Um, so I got back at 12, I was like, Hey, like I'm really excited to see you. It's gonna be great, and uh, I'll be I'm gonna leave at like six. So I'll be there like like twelve, okay? Um, and she was like, "Well, my friend's leaving, so we're gonna do brunch. Um, so you're welcome to tag along with us if we want." And I'm like, "I right, yeah, that's not a big deal, but I'd rather just sleep in. I'm super tired, so if like you're gonna be done, uh, like just let me know when you're gonna be done, so I can leave maybe a little later if you're gonna do that. So like, it's perfectly fine if you wanna do that, whatever. Just let me know." And she was like, no, it'll be fine. We'll be done at 12. So if you get here by 12, we'll be able to leave right as you get here. So I'm like, cool. All right. I'll go to bed. Wake up at 6. Dumb tired for the drive, obviously, because I didn't get enough sleep. It was a long week. Um, I'm driving down there. I'm like an hour out. And she's like, hey, my friend's class doesn't end until 1230. And uh, we're going to go to brunch after that. So I'm like, I'm an hour out from her. I'm like, hey, like, that's all right. Uh, whatever. I guess I'll tag along with you guys. <laughs> but... <laughs> Bro. Bro. <laughs> like, serious. <laughs> Dude, she knew... <laughs> she knew their, her girl's schedule for literally a whole semester. <laughs> and she's just lazy like that. 
I'm sorry, this is just so like bro, she playing you easier than a fiddle or something. By God, like you're coming second to the the, the neighbor's cat. I swear to God, man. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not a great situation to say the least. Um anyway, so I'm like, you know what? That's fine. I'll come with you guys. Uh I'm not really sure like why you couldn't have just asked her that before. Obviously, classes are scheduled, so like you know when that is going to end. And then she's like, "Yeah, I'm not really sure like what happened. Like I I guess I just didn't think to ask." And then I was like, "Well, that's cool. I mean, I'm dumb tired, but you know, whatever." You know, screw me, I guess. So, um, I roll over there. We go to brunch, whatever. I obviously that like sets the entire weekend off on the wrong foot. Um, I'm not really one to get angry, so like it didn't really affect it that bad. Uh, because I'm, I just was like, you know, whatever. Like I just decided, like I'd much rather just be with you. I'd much rather just talk to you. That's what's important to me. I don't really care if you're just being a bad person, whatever. Uh, so <laughs> we drive off. We uh get to the campsite. We had to like. Also, one note, my brakes are super shoddy at this point. Like, they're, they're so bad. We're driving up and down mountains, and I'm like, honestly, I don't know if we're going to, like, make it out of this. I'm going to die together. Who knows here? <laughs> You're, like, like putting in the second gear and stuff to try to slow you down and all kinds of stuff in an automatic. Like, maybe riding the e-brake a little bit. Like, I don't know, man. Like, this, uh... Like the like the breakout uh the runaway the runaway breaks like Lane is looking quite fine at this point in time just coming down the hill at ninety miles an hour. Yeah, we we got we got so one of the campsites that we that I wanted to stay at was like at the top of this mountain and uh, I had like worked on fixing my brakes. That's one of the reasons I was so tired was because I I worked like pretty uh, for a long time trying to fix my brakes because uh and they were working all the way up until we got to the top of the mountain top of the mountain they kind of like went away <laughs> they just weren't working as well so getting down the mountain i just told her i was like hey hey man like uh this is just gonna kind of be sketchy getting down this mountain and i'm like i'm i promise i'm trying to be safe about this i'm not trying to kill you but like it's just gonna be sketchy because these brakes are a little shoddy okay and uh, so we, we get down the mountain, whatever. We get to the campsite that we actually end up staying at. The campsite is pretty nice. There's, like, three little sites off the side of this highway, um, you know. And it's just us. And, like, there's no service out there. It's just us. And I'm like, perfect. This is what we need. Like, we'll just talk. We'll just, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just explore a little bit. We'll enjoy each other's company. It's fine. So, uh, and honestly, it wasn't – it was a good weekend, like – like, I, I had put enough effort into it that it was good. Like, honestly, if it was any other girl that wasn't, like, on the rocks, like, they would have been, like, this is, like, the best thing that ever happened. Uh, and she still had a great time. But, like, you know, we, we did have to talk. And, like, when we talked, she was just, like, look, I'm, like, I just don't care about other people. I just want to do what I'm doing. And I, just, I would just, like, even when you come down here, I'd rather just be playing, playing uh, my sport. I'd rather just be doing my thing. I don't really care about the fact that you're here. I just don't want to put any effort in. And she said that to you? Yeah. No way. Come on. She was straight up just said like I have I don't like I just want to be selfish right now. That's all she's like the baseline of it basically. 
I mean, so I can sum it up in like, like verbatim what she said. She, so she was like, Hey, I'm just struggling with like my selfishness. I'm just like being really selfish. And I was like, Hey, like, do you want to change? Like, you know, like, it's okay if you want to change. Like, I understand, like, we all go through things. Like, I can help you through that. Like, it's okay. And then she, verbatim, she's like, I don't know, Thad, I'm having a lot of fun. And I was. There's no way she said that to you. Like, I don't know. I'm having a lot of fun. Like, there's... <laughs> like... <laughs> you guys are four and a half years into this relationship. She says, uh, you know, I don't know if this whole four and a half years has been worth me having, like, fun on the weekends. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay yeah i mean and i also i said the same thing i was like is is our four years like worth that to you and she's like that's not a fair question i'm like fuck you that's a fair question like what are you talking about that's not a fair question that is the only question that needs to be answered my god (laughs) like that's still coming from a loving perspective of you know i can help you out (laughs) i like like no worries about you like struggling with this like that's the whole point of like being in a quality relationship is helping each other where you're deficient essentially you know know what i mean like each person has their strengths like maybe that is stronger in this area and he could and you could help her like grow as a person and grow in your relationship all these things and she just hits you with yeah fun (laughs) yeah so and honestly like this is really her fault for talking to somebody that has such a good memory i have a very good memory and uh sorry that i can remember things verbatim it's just it's just what it is you knew that about me so maybe you should maybe you should have been a little more careful um gotcha bitch (laughs) yeah so anyways um so yeah she kind of said that and that was kind of when things started like tapering off and i was just like well no obviously things had been tapering off for a long time at that point uh what do you say after that like after you like after she's like that's not a fair question like does the conversation just end like you guys are stuck together like having to sleep in a tent next to one another like what happens after that like where do you go like you can't just ditch her in the wilderness you still have to take her back obviously oh like you know this i'm a very forgiving person like i i just was like we finished that conversation things weren't that weird like i'm I'm pretty good at like mediating conversations too so like i was just like yeah you know what it's fine like we can work this out like don't worry about it like you're just in a weird spot right now i'm willing to help you through it you know so um that's what time are we at right now oh man dude this is gonna be a long episode you guys oh oh well it's kind of a long story (laughs) anyways uh so it wasn't that weird like but that was that was when i knew i was like okay we're done at this point because i was like if you don't want to get better obviously you're not going to get better and i was like all right we're done cool i was like that doesn't mean i'm going to stop trying i still believe in you because i love you so we're still going to keep going and uh but i knew in my heart like i was like yeah we're done like that's so so hard to like i don't know how you had that mentality of like i still love you i still support you i'm still gonna help you through this even though essentially you don't love me anymore like how how do you have that perspective that's such a especially nowadays such a hard perspective to actually have like i i i I, at least for me if someone was like hey i don't love you anymore Dude, I'm going on a fucking burn the village down. Anyone related to them that I don't like is going in the hole. Like, 
everything is going out. Everybody will know everything bad about him. I'm just gonna burn him to the ground, man. I sincerely. I mean, that's that's just not my personality. I'm just like very, honestly, I'm like super forgiving, super loyal. I just like that's just not me, you know. Dude, four and a half years, and you still have that same like. I applaud you for that, but holy crap, four and a half years, and, and you're just like, you know, I hope the best for her. And she wasted four and a half years of your life. Like, you were living literally the best years of your life in college, and it was essentially wasted. Like, no, no offense to her, but she essentially wasted them. Even though you were putting in all this time and effort, she essentially wasted them in a matter of seconds. Granted, it was a lot longer than that, and a lot of more hardships, but just, just in the thin, in the thin air, like literally the best years, what everybody calls the good old days. You're sitting here, just like trying your hardest, working your hardest, putting in all the work, all the effort, all the money, just to make sure that your relationship stays, your relationship stays afloat. Just so, just for her to say, eh, it was fun. I I, I prefer fun more, like. Yeah, I mean, when you say it like that, it sounds really bad, but, like... <laughs> is that not the no, truth? no, no, is that, 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 that is how I viewed it, also. Um, you know, and, like, I'm just, like, I'm, I'm very loyal. I just, like, like, it's just true. So, like, obviously, the story is a testament to that, is that, like, I don't really care how you treat me. I am still going to put in the best, the best for you. So, like, I appreciate people like you a lot more than that, obviously, at this point, because I'm, like, okay, this person's actually investing back into me. And like I'm actually getting something out of it. It's not one-sided. So, um, yeah. And honestly, that kind of helped me learn. That learned, or that helped me learn like what I can't really put up with. Um, yeah. You know, that helped me learn like what, what's kind of wrong with that. So, uh, yeah. She wasted a lot of time. She wasted a lot of money, a lot of resources, a lot of effort. Obviously, but like at this point, like, I mean, it kind of sucks. But like, I am kind of an A one bachelor at this point because I'm fit got my life together be making tons of money you know obviously i understand women at this point <laughs> so well and too like right no matter how bad a relationship was there are quality lessons learned from it like even looking back at least in my life too like definitely <laughs> it's a rocky road for sure but like i definitely wouldn't have changed the past even though it did happen right like a lot of the past is sucky but a lot of it also brought me some of the greatest life lessons that I will use throughout all of my life, 100%. And I, I know you look at it the same way. Like, there's a lot of good in it. There's a lot of a lot of lessons learned, a lot of things to do or not to do. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, the, like, life doesn't go great most, like, not most of the time. Honestly, for me and you, I think life most of the time goes pretty great. Like, we're pretty lucky people, you know? Would you agree? I mean, I think that's all about perspective. Yeah, yeah, you gotta reset the video. But as as Thad goes to reset the video, I think a lot of that is just about perspective, essentially. Like, yes, I as as far as me, I've definitely been blessed as far as my family and my parents being able to what they have provided for me over the years, and I can't. Well, I will never able. I will never ever be able to. Uh, kind of repay them for what they have offered me but i think all in all like i've had good i've had bad i've had worse i've had better but essentially even though 
you may be having a bad day can always get worse. At least that's how I live life. I live life. I think Thad can say this too. I live life. Thad can attest to it. Super, super happy, regardless of what's going on, because I don't know. I've been through some crap in my day and I know it can always get worse. Like you think you're having a bad day. Oh, you are in for a whole new loop if you think it's bad. And so I live life kind of carefree, living life to the fullest. But I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think I'm lucky. I think I just have a good perspective on life, you know? I mean, yeah. Uh, Ryan's favorite saying when people ask, like, hey, Ryan, how are you doing? Is uh, living the dream. I, I'm like always his living the dream. And the reason is because dreams come in all shapes, forms, and sizes, right? When it's cloudy outside, you're living a dream. It's a cloudy one. When it's raining, you're not living a wet dream. You're living a rainy dream, first of all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta make the bounds there. Or you're living a sunny, you're living a sunny dream, right? Maybe you think you got a good grade. Maybe you're going, living a good dream. Got a raise. Living a financially good dream. Like I don't know. Dreams come in all shapes and forms. They come in nightmares a lot of times. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you are having literally the crappiest times in life. Like even if you are getting four and a half years of your life wasted you're still living a dream right it may not be the dream you wanted necessarily but you're still living it like reality is reality no matter how it comes but anyway yeah i always say living living a dream yeah um i mean perspective is everything you know if you if you think that life's going good life's gonna be going good and that that's how you and me both live um you know, we, okay, we complain to each other a lot, but it's not serious. Like, we're just like, man, we have so much freaking work. Why is everything going on right now? And, uh, and then we just do it and it's fine. Like, it, we're chilling, you know? As, as I always kind of say, the second hand on the clock, don't give a crap about how much homework you got, about how much you need to get do- done for a job, about what stresses are in your life. It don't give a rat's ass about, what is going on in your life, it's still going to be taken. Like, it just does not care. And the fact, and because that is a fact, you have to take every second and, like, go after it. You know what I mean? Like, yes, there are times to relax and enjoy life and enjoy each other's company and friends and family. But, like, it don't care. That second hand don't care. It's still going to keep turning, you know? Yep. I mean, time is a really important constraint, you know? So it just is what it is, you know. I mean, you, perspective is just everything. So I mean, I think that's what kind of carried me through the relationship too. Is that I just had the perspective like I'm not gonna give up on you. Like I'm just not gonna give up on you. So I'm gonna give you every. I'm gonna give you all the tools you need to be okay. And uh, what you do with that is on you. I'm not gonna be salty if you throw that in my face. Obviously, that's what happened. Not too bad salty about it. So where do you think that like super loyalty that specific character trait in you stems from like obviously you are a product of kind of your parents and your environment but where do you where in that whole strand of things do you think that stems from that's a really good question um i think a lot of it just has to do with how like i was just kind of made you know i was kind of made to be loyal i think that's just kind of my purpose so uh but there's also probably another reason too where you said yeah, like, I, I, I don't know if you can equate it all to, like, just how you are made. I think, like, essentially every kid is a, is a, psych, a psychology experiment, right? The what you put in is going to kind of determine what comes out, right? So, like, 
maybe it's from having a bunch of younger sisters, right? It could be, it could stem from that. Maybe it's your family dynamic growing up, like the kind of relationship your parents, like your parents, uh, exemplified to you. You know what I mean? Like where, like try, try to dive into like where, where in life do you see that super loyalty and that character trait that just kind of fed you? Cause you're the first child, right? Like this is something that has been kind of ingrained in you as the first child over years and years and years, you know? Yeah, I think that was going to be my answer is that I'm an older brother. Uh, and I think that as an older brother, you know, I, I didn't treat my little brother the best. Um, you know, like we definitely had our issues, but like now we're great. Like we're, we're, we're awesome. But uh, I think being an older brother to four little sisters, I think like that kind of just made me incredibly loyal. Um, I just, I don't really know where it came from. I think like, I just like, I have always modeled my life to care about other people more than I do myself. And I think that that's truly where it comes from is that like from a very young age, I was taught that like life isn't really about you. It's about the people around you and like, you're supposed to serve those people. And, uh, I think that that's where that loyalty has come from. Yeah. So then what taught you that? Was it parents? Was it like your parents and religion? I, I, I kind of understand that that ideology of as an older brother, regardless of whether it's your younger brother or younger sisters, you will always have that loyalty of protection in everything you do. You know, you're going to ensure that your family is safe, essentially, you know. But do you think you got that? Like you just said, like you've always been taught to serve others more. Where does it, like, is that your parents? Is that what religion, like, well, where does that fall? Yeah, it's like, it's, uh, I think it was like religion for sure, obviously, because like, that's kind of the whole foundation of Christianity is that it's not about you. It's about the person beside you. It's about your neighbors. Um, you know, my parents definitely instilled that in me, uh, kind of sub subconsciously, uh, just cause I was the older brother. They're like, Hey, like you're supposed to take care of like these people you know like it's just a hierarchy you know uh how, how much younger is your brother comparative to you so actually we're all two years apart um every, every single one of us is two years apart so uh it wasn't so much about my brother about than it was like my sisters my brother like my brother and i serve a very different purpose in our family uh my brother is more like the fun uh the you know the the interactor he's like he interacts with the with everybody he's he's down to go i'm more of like the uh it's kind of hard to like put my finger on it but i'm more of like kind of the role model i would say um i'm more of like even though like my brother has accomplished actually more than i have uh it's just the way i act is like more what my siblings try to model their life after so that's kind of my role yeah so as a, like, even though you guys are two years apart, probably from a very, very early age, your parents kind of instilled in you that you are responsible for your siblings. And as an older brother, you kind of took that as the kind of more protective and more, I need to be more mature than I, than my age, just so that I have that responsibility and that capability of protecting them. And that, that kind of essentially kind of fell down the family tree and then kind of increased at a crazy magnitude as soon as you started to have sister siblings you know as far as like no matter what I just because like 
there's always going to be that like older brother, younger sister mentality of just like, you know what a guy's like because you're a guy. And because of that fact, you want no guy anywhere close to your sister, no matter how good of a guy it is. You're just, you're always going to have that skepticism of, of, you know, I've been in your shoes exactly at your age and I know what I was thinking. And that is not what you need to be thinking about my sister. You know what I'm saying? So you think it's more of a, like it was instilled in you very early at like three, right? You're kind of cognitive, what cognitive of what's going on in life. Your parents are feeding you that knowledge of, Hey, you're the older brother. You have this expectation of X, right? And then that kind of translated even more after you did have sister siblings, right? Yeah. Um, obviously like I had sisters like my whole life, basically, you know, I was four. I don't remember like before I was four, I always had my like oldest little sister around, you know? Uh, but you're exactly right. Like it's more of just like, it's just like natural roles. Like my parents didn't like tell me like, Hey, this is your role, bro. Like you got to figure this out. It was just like, Oh no. Like I just realized, Oh, I'm the oldest. I got to figure this out. Uh, and then also another thing that kind of contributed to that was just sports because I played team sports mm-hmm. and I was always under like I played goalie. The only reason I played goalie in lacrosse was because nobody else wanted to play goalie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'll, I'll take I'll take the shots, whatever, you know. So you think that you tend to be a person that steps up to the plate and when there is a hole, essentially you will like will change your self to fit that role essentially you'll be malleable enough and attentive enough to know hey there's something missing here and i need to fulfill it is that do you think that kind of is where you are like even looking back at kind of how you told this whole relationship story it seems like that's the kind of person you are it seems like that you're the kind of person of oh there's this issue okay i need to change what i'm doing in this time to make sure that that issue can get solved by providing x right when there's communication issues like you're going to be more attentive even if they're not just so there is a possibility that they will grow in attentiveness if they're not as responsible as they should be you're going to kind of encourage them or change how you act to ensure that they kind of have to be responsible essentially is that do you think that's that would be a good way to describe you yeah yeah that's a really good way to describe like i always like if I, if I see that you're struggling, I just, like, take more responsibility from you, and I carry that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just kind of, like, how I am. So, I think, like, ultimately, that's just kind of how I was made, honestly. Like, I know that's kind of, like, you can't really attribute it to that, but, like, I have always consistently lived my life that way for, like, 21 years. Mm-hmm. So, I think, like, honestly, I think I just think that's how I was made. I don't think it's really, like, anything that was instilled in me. I think that's just how I am. So, so you essentially take on the the role of the provider, right? And so, you kind of experience this in your your previous relationship, but it kind of gets you into deep waters when you're trying to be the provider consistently, or you take the responsibility off someone too much to the point where, like, have you ever gotten to the point where you've taken the responsibility off of someone so much that it starts to sink you? You know, like, how do you see yourself balancing that in the future? If you know that is, it's not an issue of yours necessarily. It's a great quality to have, but if it's not incorrect balance, it'll definitely sink your ship. 
Yeah, I mean, we still got to wrap up the story. Uh, but how, what, what time are we at? I'm going to answer your question. I can't see that far, bro. Especially what? not buzzed. Like Dude, I'm hour, buzzed. I can't even, like, read. An hour, 12 minutes. Okay, hour, 12 minutes. Cool. Um, yeah, that's a great question. Honestly, like, that relationship was, like, the most significant time I felt that. Is that, like, listen, you are sinking me. So, like, uh, towards the end of it, I was like, hey, my heart isn't breaking right now. My heart has broken a long time ago. Right now, you're breaking my will. And you're destroying me like i am not myself right now and uh like i said that to her i was like hey like just so you know like how you're affecting me you're not breaking my heart you're breaking my will was your heart broken a long time prior to that like is do you think your will is stronger than your your heart essentially I mean, my will is definitely stronger than my heart. My my heart was like broken uh, multiple times, which like with what she was like kind of saying to me and how she was like treating me. Um, But like my will like persevered through that. I was just like, listen, I'm just gonna put in as much as I can. Like I don't care what it costs. I don't care like how much time, money, effort it costs. Uh, This is what I'm doing. So uh, you have me still. Um, I know I lost you already. You have me. And you can fix that if you want to. Uh, but, like, the more that she didn't fix that, I was like, all right, you're breaking my will. And I can't continue like this. So so then how in the future, like, what in the future are you going to be able to change or you are going to change to ensure that doesn't happen? Obviously, the person definitely does change that. But kind of like a safety net to and make sure that you're not getting taken advantage of, you know? Like, how can you make sure that, you aren't sinking your own ship before it's too late, right? I feel like in this past relationship, you were sinking your, you didn't know that you were sinking until it was too late in the relationship, right? Like you couldn't cut it off earlier or you couldn't get on the issue earlier to make it, to correct like it, right? Like you didn't know the hole was in your, was in your hole before it was too late. You know, like, what are you going to, like, what can you change or what are you going to change or do you think you need to change? Yeah, I don't think, uh, I think I'm just going to be more careful with who I select. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that, like, honestly, that, because I can't change myself. I'm always going to be like that. Uh, I mean, you can, you can grow as a person, definitely, or you can have people in your life that know that about you that can be that safety net for you right so um i think another thing that's important is that i just like actually listen to the people around me and i communicate more like i probably should have been telling you this like a long time ago and and i should be communicating more i I had absolutely i had no idea you were going through this and if i did you know i feel like i would have been right there with you because you my boy like you definitely one of those guys that are definitely going to be in my groomsmen party. You know what I mean? Like you are like 101, the basics, you, the, you, you, your family at this point, you know what I'm saying? So I, I had no idea that you were going through any of this at any point in time. So communication is definitely something that you can improve on, but that can, that kind of stems because of that can stems from the type of people we are. Right. 
I mean, like, again, it's just loyalty. It's nothing against you. Like, I would have I would have communicated it. It's just, like, my loyalty wasn't with you. It was, like, there's a priority list. Like, I was, like, it was her, and then it was, like, all everybody else. Like, you know, you're pretty high on the list, but, like, it, she was still priority, so. Yeah, it, I, I definitely agree that it's hard to express uh, issue within your relationship to people because it may seem like the wrong thing to do, but I don't know if that's necessarily true. You know, like I like you need to have the right people within your close circle to ensure that there is that confidence within them. And you know that they will give you good intel and they won't be that type of person to spread it in a foul sense, you know? Yeah. Like it's like, honestly, I should have just told you about it. Cause like you guys wouldn't have judged it uh you know i, I could have definitely told austin about it too like like same, same deal you know i could have definitely told him but um it wasn't so much like like i definitely like think i would approach it that way now um i just felt like because also like i was dating this girl for like four years so it kind of felt like i should be doing the best with it also there, there's a lot of issues with it um but anyways like like that's how i think i will learn is just the communication thing do you want to do you want to hear the end of the story or yeah, yeah. you're gonna get really heated <laughs> okay so uh all right we we cut off camping go back we have issues obviously um next time uh, i go see her it's like towards the towards the fourth okay towards the fourth of july uh we broke it off july 6th so right after the fourth so it was like towards the end of june the weekend before i went down to see her um pre like before that my brakes are still shot so i'm like i spent literally three weeks trying to fix my brakes i was like draining draining the brake fluid it's not the brake fluid it's my master cylinder whatever throw the master cylinder in there i get a faulty master cylinder so basically like this is like literally probably like three or four full days of work um, and then, and I did, oh, I wasn't even able to fix it cause I got a faulty master cylinder. So I had to actually take it into a shop, pay them to fix it. And then they got it done literally like the day I was supposed to leave to go see her. And I had called it off. I was like, you know, we're done. Whatever. I can't make it to you. I really tried to fix my car. I'm really disappointed. I put in a ton of effort to do this. Um, obviously she doesn't care at this point how much effort I'm putting in there. Uh, cause she's not going to put in any effort. So it is <laughs> just is what it is. Uh, so I, but they fixed it. They were like, hey, it's, it's good to go. So I call her. I'm like, hey, I can make it. Uh, I will literally like pick up my car and go. And uh, we can hang out. Do you want me to come? She's like, you can come if you want to. And I was like, all right, I'm coming then. So th- uh, fill my ca- fill my car up with gas, drive down there, meet her at the beach because she's playing some volleyball with her friends. And uh, she kind of like runs over to me, like says hi. And then she's like, all right, I'm just doing my own thing now. She's like clinging to her friends. She's like not really hanging out with me, kind of like leaving me on an island. She's like <laughs> clinging, she's clinging to her friends. Um, she's like uh, like actively avoiding me the entire time. Obviously, like I like I'm not stupid. Like I know that she's avoiding me because she doesn't want to have the conversation. Still not cool though, because I I put in all this effort and uh, now I'm here and now you're avoiding me. I don't really care if we have to have a hard conversation. You still need to be like with me, you know, or just like be a adult and say like hey i don't really like i'm going to see you because i don't want to have this conversation yeah like if she wanted to avoid you just say don't come down 
right? Like, don't drive whatever six hours to come see me. Or, hey, maybe it's a diff, maybe at a different time, but we need to meet up and like talk about stuff, something at least, right? Yeah, I mean, there was a so we were playing volleyball, whatever. They had their bikes and stuff down there, so because they threw it in there, I was like, hey, like I just want to like be with you, like hey, we can throw all the bikes and stuff in my car. My car's pretty big, like you you know, like all the stuff would fit in there. I was like, hey, I don't have that much stuff in there. You guys could just throw everything in in my car, and you could drive back with me. We could throw your friends in there. I just want to make sure that like I just want to be with you. I'm here to see you, and I just want to be with you. And she's like, no, I don't think the bikes will fit. Uh, we're just gonna bike back. You can take all the stuff. So like they threw all the the stuff into my car. <laughs> they rode. She rode back with her friends, and I was kind of just like, well, this isn't exactly how I pictured this going. You know, I took all the stuff back, whatever. Uh, you know, uh, she had some errands to do, so we did some errands that night. Uh, and just kind of catching up with her. That whole weekend was weird because she was just like clinging super hard to her friends, just not really interacting with me. And, uh, you know, I finally got her, like, I was like, all right, let's go to the beach, uh, just you and me, uh, let's figure this out. And uh, she, so, and then she was like, all right, we, we had that conversation. I was like, hey, I know that we need to talk about this, uh, but you're kind of been avoiding me. And I know that it's just because she's like, we have to have this conversation, whatever. Um, it's just not, like, I don't think you understand how much effort I put into, like, getting down here. And uh, it's not super cool that you're throwing that in my face right now. So we had that conversation. Things are like about done at this point. And then I'm just like, again, just because I don't believe in giving up. I'm just like, hey, we're not going to give up. We're going to figure this out. This is what we need to do to figure it out. All right. So we don't break it off then. Uh, I, I go back. We're still, we're still good. She's supposed to be there for the fourth weekend. So I'm like, I'm talking to her. I'm like, hey, my brother's also in town for the fourth weekend, which was super important to me and to Noah and well, uh, my, the girl also, or my girl also said it was important to her to see, um, my brother, uh, obviously it wasn't very important to her, which, which we'll see, we'll, we'll talk about in a second, but, uh, yeah, she was supposed to be there for the fourth weekend. She was supposed to get off work, come down. Um, anyways, she couldn't get off work. She couldn't get off work. Realistically, what I think happened is she was like, I'd rather just be in, be over here for the fourth with my friends. Uh, so she's like, all right, I'll just pull up Monday. And I was like, all right, whatever. Uh, it, it's kind of sucks that you can't be with me for the fourth. Cause I thought that that's what we wanted to do. Whatever. I'll just hang out with my family on Monday. We're doing a family day. If you could get back here by six, then we can, you can come over, see the family, see, see my brother, everybody can hang out. And, uh, so, you know, we do the family day. This is like towards the end. So me and my brother partied, whatever. Uh, my brother is just like, I was telling my brother all this stuff. He's like, bro, you need to cut this off. This is terrible. Like, he, I don't care about her. So at this point, my brother is like pissed at her. Like, he, he's like much, he's like you. Like, he's just like, she's it's like, she, he does not want to see her at this point. He's just like, I will stab her straight up. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, but like he, he could throw on a show for like a few minutes anyways. Um, so we get back from, from, uh, family day, whatever. Uh, I get back I'm like, and I text her. I'm like, Hey uh you about back like like we're gonna be back soon like you can slide over whenever um she's like hey uh i got caught in some traffic i am not gonna make it there it says my eta is 11 p.m and i'm like i'm doing the math because i've made the drive a few times i'm like it takes six hours to get there so that means that uh you left late and i was like hey what happened and she's like well 
I had brunch with my friends, and then I helped my friends with this, and then I took a nap, and then I left way later than I was supposed to. And I didn't really think there was going to be that much traffic, and I was like, well, you know it's a holiday weekend, like, there's going to be traffic, so you should probably think ahead a little bit, but whatever. And I and no, and my brother, he had an early flight, and I was like, listen, he can't stay up, he's got an early flight, he's got stuff to do the next day, so... I don't know what you want me to do about it. You're kind of like causing a whole bunch of people a lot of issues by like your your uh, inability to be an adult here. Um, and I don't really know what you want me to do about it. So what ended up happening is we stayed up. Everybody said hi to her for like 30 minutes. Uh, you know, I was pretty upset at this point because like I wouldn't even do that to a friend, let alone my significant other, you know? So. And on top of that, you're... Not that you're you're requiring your family to stay out, but it's not just affecting you, right? Like you are feeling bad because she's affecting your family. Like you're, she's affecting your blood, essentially. You know what I mean? Like in a not positive manner. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was just a bad situation, honestly. Uh, and then we were just like, "Listen, I I wouldn't even do that to a friend. You're not you're not treating me well. You're not treating my family well. You're not respecting them. I'm not respecting their time." uh you already like kind of aren't showing up for like the entire weekend like you're supposed to whatever i said it was cool if you showed up for for this amount of time and at this point my like my dad and my brother they just like straight up didn't care even my, even like my mom like I, I had a conversation with her before she got there so like everybody was just like i right, she's just not she's not in it at this point um anyways i'm super loving i'm just like whatever uh, get here when you can. Say hi to everybody. We'll walk you out. Um, next day, I was like, all right, we're done. So we mutually broke it off. She was like, hey, I can't do this anymore. And I was like, well, she was like, hey, I can't keep treating you like this. And I was like, hey, you can't tre- keep treating me like this. So we broke it off. <laughs> and uh, so ever since then, we've been broken off. And uh, it was just kind of like a like a spiral of just like less and less effort. So like at the end, that's why my heart was broken my will was breaking it's because it was just 100% on me, no effort on her, and uh, that's just kind of what it is. So so now I feel pretty great to be talking to other girls because, you know, it's great to actually feel pursuit again, you know? <laughs> Basic attention is nice occasionally. <laughs> like, damn. Or even just, even just somebody that respect like, the one girl I'm talking to right now, she just kind of respects, like, how much effort I put in. She's like, hey, I know you're super busy, and even just, like, your time is valuable. Um, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm glad that you understand that because, like, that's something that nobody has really understood before in my life. And to speak on that, like, my girlfriend currently, that has been something since day one that she's respected completely. She understands the difficulty of my degree. She understands my schedule with athletics she's just like i understand when you're busy and i like value your time like our time especially like your time but also the time we do get to spend together the time we do get to call each other like that is such an essential of hers so i i don't know maybe it just makes me feel better about my relationship but you know what i'm like that is like essential in a relationship is like making sure that somebody like respects your time values your time but also values the time and opportunity you have together as a couple you know so that's crazy that i don't want to say it's crazy that it took you this long to realize it but kind of you know i mean obviously like your relationship is great and i think that you guys really do a good job of holding everything together 
um obviously i'm not stupid like i realized like all this stuff like for a long time it just took me a long time to actually give up on it um just because i i uh i didn't um i just didn't i don't know I, I, it's just me like it's just my personality it just, it just is what it is so yeah i mean it isn't wrong by any means like it, it's a great quality to have and i think that you just need to find someone who fits your puzzle piece a lot better you know like someone that can help you balance those things so i don't know i mean all in all like i hope someone like gets some information out like, some information on like what to do if they are experiencing a similar thing like as Thad mentioned that communication is essentially the biggest portion of this all, you know, like being able to tackle those harder subjects essentially when it comes to a relationship and ensuring that you aren't being taken advantage of, even though you are like choosing somebody that will not, not, it's not so much you took advantage of you. She just kind of avoided, avoided your personality, right? Like she, she, she let you down by not addressing how you how loyal you are in the relationship so just having somebody in your life that will know and want to learn how you function so that they can help you with that balance you know what i mean so like regardless of where you are as far as what traits you do have finding somebody that knows how to balance like is on the opposite side of the spectrum to where they can help you balance those to where you won't be taken advantage of even if it's subconsciously you know so anyway yeah yeah i think there's a lot to be said about that for sure um yeah i I, like if somebody dates you for four years they understand you yeah so like at that point they just don't respect you if they allow it to continue like that i think like the the thing that hurt the most um that she said and honestly she didn't say this she has no idea that this affected me but she said like hey i'm just not that good at long distance relationships and she said that she's like hey my friends all say that she my friends come to me and they're like hey i don't feel like you like me i'm not that good at long distance relationships and uh the reason that hurt so bad is because i was like listen uh i don't think that long distance relationships are easy but if i was important to you for these last three years of doing that you would have been good at it by now and uh so at that point i was just like listen if you didn't learn how to do that at this point then you straight up didn't care about me for three years Mm -hmm. and uh it's like long distance relationships isn't something that like people are naturally good at that but like it's not like you can learn it and three years is a long time to figure that shit out. So, uh, you know, it's just not the best situation. So, uh, it's not, it's not like the end of the world. Um, this will be a fun episode for whoever comes along in the future to listen to, <laughs> but to understand it, maybe they'll understand me a little bit better and treat me a little bit better, but who knows? So, yeah, I mean, at the end of the, like all in all, at the end of this kind of story that, that is told, like essentially just breaks down to someone that actually matches you better right at the end of the day like she isn't a bad person at the end of the day like like that said like i know i i tend to kind of crap on her a little bit but she's not a bad person like she just needs like in order for her to 
flourish in a relationship, she needs something else. Which, no offense to Thad, like, Thad is absolutely, like, the top quality of guy. She just needs a different quality, like, a different quality of guy, essentially. Which is sad to say because you did spend four and a half years, and it is pretty crappy that you spent four and a half years to learn one lesson. But, I mean, it's better you learn it now than being engaged, spending five grand on a ring, or being married with two kids, you know? So, I don't know, just ensuring that you do find somebody that does match your puzzle piece as close as possible, right? No one's going to fit you perfectly. Everyone's going to have their downfalls and shortcomings, and that's when Thad's attributes of loving definitely takes over. But just knowing that there there needs to be a boundary. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, with that, I, I am thankful that it, like, ended because, honestly, it would have just continued like that. Obviously, it was, like, the effort imbalance for, like, a long time. So I am thankful it ended. It's all good. Um, you know, I still think she's a great person. She's just not like in the space that she kind of deserves what I bring to the table. That's all good. She needs a different person. It's all good. Um, and I'm also not worried because like, I understand like what I do bring to the table. So like it, like, it's not that difficult to go find somebody that's willing to be thankful for that, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Just at the end of the day, be confident in who you are and know what you do and can bring to the table obviously work on areas that you have shortcomings in, but you also have to want to change in those areas too. At the, like That's kind of what we did learn about this too. But definitely work on yourself. Know what you bring to the table. Be confident in those things. Try to find someone that can bring boundaries in it. And I don't know. I think that's like the whole lesson of this whole podcast essentially is just like know who you are and how someone can complement that really well. And it's definitely hard to find. You know what I mean? Like at first it definitely like you thought that it was that that complimentary was there and then not to, like people say out like at least in my experience i've had a conversation with somebody the person you start you marry or you start dating is going to be a different person four years later or 10 years later or 20 years later after you do get married how do you ensure that that they are going to still be that complimentary person in life I, that's a scary thought to me and even me in my position of in that stage of like proposal being a real situation. That's a scary thought to think of that, that she's not the same person. She won't be the same person 20, 10 years from now. Right. It just come boils down to how much are you going, how much priority are you going to put into the action of love at the end of the day and still loving them, even on the days you don't want to. Right. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously people change, you know, um, so finding somebody that you're willing to change with them and be okay with that is important. So, I mean, like what you actually like love about the person that doesn't really change too much, you know, uh, obviously they're not going to like flip a full 180 on you. So, uh, it's just like, it is kind of scary that they're going to be a different person, but it's not like the end of the world, you know, like it's, it, it's going to be all right, you know? It is a choice, though. Love is a choice. So if you don't make that choice, then I don't want anything to do with you. So <laughs> we... well, on that heavy note, I think this is a great time to wrap up the podcast. This is definitely one of the longer ones of our episodes, but I think it was a good time to get the full story on kind of that and uh, his, his past relationship and great lessons to be learned. And hopefully you'll be able to learn some too. Like, 
we don't come on here just to vent to one another. We don't come on here just for a therapy session for that. We come on here just so, to, yes, to have fun, understand how, where we're at in life. But the, the number of people that are have gone through the same thing or are in this current moment in time going through the same thing, they can learn great things still about it too. So, you know, talk to one another, encourage one another, be able to share similar experiences with people because at the end of the day, people are the only thing you have if you lose everything. So, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't like people are important. So you got to keep good people in your life. You know, we're very fortunate to have surrounded ourselves with good people. So, you know, um, yeah, I think we should probably wrap it up though. This is going to get a for what? Oh, episode four. Yeah. yeah. How, how good was this episode? And like, how, how good do you think it was? I think the, the story leading up to it was, I don't want to say drive, but you're just listening to someone's autobiography at that point, right? And then probably like the last 30 minutes of this was actually really, it was a really good productive conversation. And it's hard to actually comprehend that conversation without the beginning. Uh, It's just basically a book with a very long intro and then like three chapters (laughs) essentially. But anyway, I think it was good. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, that that's kind of one of the drawbacks of telling that story. Like, it had to happen. Like, I had to tell that story. But it's a long-ass story. So uh, hopefully I don't have to do that again because I can just be like, hey, just go listen to this podcast. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. Let's actually wrap this thing up, though. So uh, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Welcome. Uh, this was I Mind Episode 4. Uh, we're not sure what it's called yet, but thank you for listening to my story. We really appreciate you guys. Go follow us on Instagram. Uh, like those photos really helps uh, they actually do get boosted so they get presented to other people and then we can get more traction that way like the video make sure you guys subscribe on youtube and hit that notification bell uh and that should be pretty much it so uh other than that just enjoy the rest of your day thank you for your time and uh, that'll be it all right bye bye One, put.